Welcome to this very dusty episode of Fan Man Podcast. I'm GJ Gove. Chris Davis. <laughs> Sean Hogarty. Chris is sneezy. Chris is sneezy. Sean is trying to kill me. We're in the new uh, Sean cave and it is a little dusty. We need an air purifier in here. I uh, I thought we cleaned it up pretty well, but it's still pretty dusty uh-huh. down here. Get a dicer. Okay, sure. so it's been, as Chris says, a hot minute since we've done anything. Sorry about that. Um, it's mainly his fault because he's always traveling somewhere, but. <laughs> it's clearly my fault. <laughs> nah, it's just adult life. Adult life no sucks. Hobbies. But uh, there's been some cool news since the last time we talked. Yes. Uh, number one is, I'm not sure if you guys know, the rumored director's list for Mandalorian season two came out. Mm-hmm. And Chris's boy, Robert Rodriguez, is at the top of it. Mm-hmm. No shit. Yeah. And uh, James coming. Mangold, too. I like Mangold. Bryce but Dallas Howard's coming back. Robert Rodriguez, Rodriguez is uh, is an all-time fave, so that would be awesome. And I'd love to see what he would do in a, you know, those are relatively small, you know, episodes, at least as far as they've been. They're nice and close in and, and yeah. Yeah, they are good. I want to see an Ewok with a violin case with a gun in it. That's what I want. Dude, uh, yes. You are going to see Baby Yoda for 10 episodes. <laughs> no, I know. I know. He's going to be floating around in his little fucking pod because now you have toys to sell. Oh my God, the toys. All the toys. Oh my, there's friggin' toys. Animatronics. They should just, they should just name Toy Fair Baby Yoda Fair. I uh, I don't know if, what I can say about this. I recently saw in in my universe. Uh, sometimes people make up logos and patches, mm. you know, mm-hmm. for for yeah. things. And I saw my first uh, patch that included a Baby Yoda, which uh, oh nice, yeah, it, it was kind of funny to see. Yeah, there's um, I mean the floodgates are open now. There's everything. it is all the Baby Yoda. <laughs> it's insane. But no, but I mean, if they're going... I want to see the Baby Yoda Halloween costumes for actual babies. They they're the same had, as the other Yoda. I was going to say, yeah, the they had Yoda costumes Yeah, already. but now there will be more of them. But how are they different? They have like the, like, the, uh, like the thick cover. My nephew top. was like that, yeah, when he was yeah. a baby. That was his first costume. Yeah, the thing... The, the, I mean, yeah. add a ball, I guess. Exactly. I the thing that makes... Well, that's the thing that everyone's like, oh, okay, this cool animatronic Baby Yoda for 60 bucks. But the problem is, is that they demoed it inside, like, the, the floating egg. You don't get the floating There's egg. no egg. You just get it's, the Yoda in a box. Yeah. Without, it has to have the floating egg. I mean, I could... You, you just get Yoda them. in a box. Yoda in a box. <laughs> I like the concept of Yoda in a box. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, all the Baby Yoda stuff. So that's essentially the Baby Yoda Build-A-Bear, right? Baby Yoda in a box? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Which is, they that came out, or the, that demoed. Yeah, I was going to say, they announced that. But yeah, so I mean, they're definitely, uh, they're not holding back on season two if they're getting these big names for it, so. I, I'm, I've been ready to see season two since the last second of season one, so. Not they were well into production by the time. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. Um, the other thing that happened is, it might not mean anything, well, this one would. Uh, so Suicide Squad, the James Gunn feature has finished it's on. Wrapped. So that's that's good. Is that the the summer maybe? Uh, no, I think I it's know. next year. Yeah. So that's I'll a have to lot find the, of post. I'll, yeah, I'll have to find the release date. Um, Came out and said it's the most fun he's ever had making a movie. He enjoyed that experience sign. more than any others. And that's that, the guy who made Slither saying that, so it well, should be good. Yeah. But him, you know, generally him having fun in recent memory is associated with a movie that's clear that the people in it are having, you know, Guardians, um, 
yeah, I, I that excites me. Of course, it could also just be marketing. Yeah, uh, twenty twenty one, summer of twenty twenty one is the release. Jeez, I said they're not going to spend the money in these comic book movies, and especially after what happened with Birds of Prey doing the February drop, they're going to yeah. save everything for the summer. I still haven't seen it. You guys did see it, but uh, yeah, no, it was. I liked it. I liked it a lot it too. Was excellent. Yeah. I'll go see it again probably when uh, the kid comes down for spring break yeah. if she wants to. Um, that well, was an excellent example of the media driving perception of an opening. Yeah. When you look at it, what was it? Month before Ford versus Ferrari opens yeah. at 31 million wars to first place finish. It's yeah. all the praise in the world. Birds of prey gets 33. Eh, it's yeah. a disappointment. Yeah. Ford versus Ferrari cost 150 million to make birds of prey cost 80 or 84. Oh, really? That's, yeah. yeah. They took a loss on Ford Ferrari, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. But that's, it's, Entirely media driven, the perception. That was a good well, movie. and and the, the people, yeah, yeah, the people on their couch banging away at the keyboards. <laughs> I think we call them fans, right? <laughs> hey guys. A yeah. um, couple other things is uh, the new Pixar movie Onward comes out this month. Oh, mm. cool! Uh, next week. <coughs> they, we normally every Pixar movie has a Pixar short before it. Mm-hmm. This movie has a Simpsons one. Really, it's all one. There's company. your merger. Jeez, that's a little weird. So when we were just oh, in it's a baby Maggie focused short, isn't go. it? Yeah. I we're, know this because of my continuing, apparently decade long addiction at this point to Simpsons Tapped Out, which is just not worth the time I spend on. It. <laughs> but to be fair, but they advertise in the they, game that that was coming up when we were just in California. They were having the onward premiere on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> I had money that it was going to be me for the first time this time. Yeah, no. DJ is nope. dying. DJ dies anyways. <laughs> what was that? Uh, John dies at the end? Yeah, DJ dies during, DJ in dies the middle. During, during the show? Yeah. Constantly. It's just like mildew no, in his lungs no, or something. It's no, no. Chris Davis sympathy pains. Yeah. I want- <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I've been long suffering. <laughs> and um, is it last little bit that I have for movie news, and it means nothing to you guys at all probably, but... Yep. The guys who wrote the last, uh, the latest Bad Boys movie, oh, good lord, have just been signed on by Hasbro to write the movie for the '80s cartoon Mask. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? Yeah, I, I remember. I, I mean, I remember. I the do. Name, I remember the comic coming out. Yeah, it's uh, cars that turn into like assault vehicles, kind of thing. But hmm. it was they were the best toys when we were kids. So it's it's Transformers where things turn into different versions. But of is those there a same military things? component where like secret? Military kind of. Well, I guess from what I read is that the rumor is they want to do like a multiverse in Hasbro. They've been talking about that yeah. board game so, movies for a while. Max Tracker, the guy who founded Mask, uses the Transformers to reverse engineer into the Mask vehicles. So I give that one Bruce Willis chuffa. It's a Transformer. <laughs> I don't care. I want hey, the look. Mask. It's like we got a Transformer over here. <laughs> I um I love the cart has the best cartoon theme song of all time. I think. Really? And um, the toys were amazing, so yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I'm sure I won't see it. Clearly, I can see the excitement on Sean's face. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> he, Clearly, I will not see it. <laughs> he, you can't, yeah, you can't tell over the audio, but he is beaming. Oh, my. I am beaming. It's just yeah, about, it's about <laughs> my joy of not seeing this. Yeah. Questioning life choices at this time? I question nothing. So oh, I question yeah. all. <laughs> so nice. much shit I would like a draw for us. That's what I got with actual factual news, what's everyone else got. Well, well, it's been a couple of weeks yeah, well, since we've actually gotten together to record. Um, I was in Texas, but Chris has been like on 17 trips in the last two weeks. 
Some, something, something like, that. like yeah, that. Yeah, he's basically a Pan Am stewardess yeah. at this point in time. I just, I, I just damn good in that pencil. Skirt. You do. You you do. Know, okay. I want to hear about some of the trips, but but one of the things I most want to hear about is almost two weeks ago when you took off at the beginning of a family oh, Disney California vacation. Trip, yes, before you before you left the ground, I had a, a you know a text rant from you back and forth you telling this me about all the shit oh yeah God. so tell tell me about how it started let the hate flow through let you. the hate flow <laughs> okay so um family trip out to disneyland mom dad wife kid the whole thing uh taking off from boston to burbank so seven hour flight um not a plane that has first class or anything, but it's a JetBlue flight, so you get the even more space up front, blah, blah, blah. So when we checked in, there was nobody. My father and I were in opposite aisle seats. Mm-hmm. The girls were all sitting in a row in front of my dad. Yep. Nobody next to my father or I. Mm-hmm. Wide open seats in both of them. Right. And these are three seat. Three seat planes yep. on each side. So um, boarding continues. A guy sits in the middle seat next to my father. Mm-hmm. Guy sits in the middle seat next to him, myself. Door closes. Nobody takes the window seats. Gentlemen, now, now, normally, the the standard thing is you move to the middle seat, leave that space between you, and both of you rejoice at your incredible luck. Yes, confetti. So that's well, what happened, exactly. right? Um, with my father's seatmate, yes. He very excitedly put up the armrest and slid over and said, I'll see you when we land. So this was because someone didn't show up or they were just empty from the start? Um, they were empty from the start. It looks like Who they- Who the fuck books a middle seat? It looks like they were probably standby guys that they threw in the middle seats oh, or giving gotcha. them like a premium spot on the window or anything like that. Gotcha. The guy on my dad's side ended up walking into the window. Motherfucker on my side didn't move. That's- At all. Now, now you are not He's- a giant guy. But you are broad of shoulders. I'm wide. Yeah. yeah. This guy was six probably 6'3", 6'4". Six, six, I mean, he was a tall dude. Just like you. Yeah. Similar and didn't build. didn't move over. Didn't even consider moving over, even after the stewardess made a comment. The stewardess said, oh, you can move over to the window, sir? Yeah. Feel free. Spread out. So exactly how did he react to that? Um, he basically ignored it. Ah. Then he used the window tray- or like a laptop stand? What the motherfucker? So this motherfucker sat there and watched video game videos, like other people playing videos. Not somebody entertaining like Muse. I'm not going to crap on that. Oh, I will. Fuck him. Hate him. If he had been doing it from the window seat, would it have bothered you in the slightest? Nope. But he was there, so I hate him. <laughs> so so this became a six and a half hour battle. For the armor? For space and supremacy. Oh, he lost. I can't. I can't imagine <laughs> oh, any lost. other outcome. There was no chance in hell this month. I wasn't letting him up to go to the bathroom. I didn't care if he <laughs> if he even shifted. I pretended to fall asleep. Just screw this motherfucker. I would have started live tweeting and like fucking like broadcasting and shit. Yeah. Oh, I was talking so loud to my father across the aisle about this idiot. Like, can you, you believe were, how stupid some people are? You, like, you, what kind of a moron doesn't move over when there's an empty seat there? Oh my god. <sighs> Oh, I made it as uncomfortable oh, as possible that, for him. For me, that takes it to a whole nother level of discomfort because of my lack of of interest in interacting with humans. I don't like I don't, interacting. Yeah, I try but, to find a spot where I can sit but, by myself, headphones on. But the thing that bothers me, me more than most other things is speaking about somebody who is within like the same county. It takes a right? lot. 
he aggravated the living shit on me. And then because he's so unaware and clueless, like anytime he's shifting, he's the guy that's sitting there making the noises as then he has to rotate it to the side. Yeah. When the motherfucker fell asleep, yeah, he got nudged. He didn't get to sleep any. I <laughs> he was the bane of my existence. <laughs> and that was only wow. one small yeah. part of this trip. Yeah. Yeah. So let's rewind this shit. I got the idiot sitting next to me, right? Yeah. Before, so we're about a half hour late leaving the gate just because of weather delays and things yeah. like that. They kept us parked there. There's a guy sitting in seat one what, F, whatever the window is on the right hand side in front of Heather, directly in front of my wife. Um, guy needed help getting on the plane. Just had Kane. He just one of those guys yeah. that get on earlier. Nothing awful. He waits until the door's closed and we're taxiing. We're like number three for takeoff. I don't think I'm feeling that good. What's the protocol for something like this? Oh, I don't know. You just sat here for an hour on a flight that's going to be seven hours long. And now you decide to tell people they had to turn the plane around, clear another gate, so we could remove the guy that was having an anxiety attack, I guess. Yeah. Once they try to close the door, the light goes on that the door's not being pressurized properly. So now we have maintenance for an hour. Yeah. So now we're on the plane for about two hours. We haven't well, gone anywhere. At least you got that nice empty seat next to you, though. <laughs> Wait, so you were in were you in even were you in even more space seat? Yeah, I was in row three. Three. So why the fuck wouldn't you move row over? Three. Row three. What an asshole. Nope. You just sat there, kept trying to lean into me. I would have sure his a, fucking laptop on the ground. I'm sure he has a bruise on like the underside of his ribs. Yeah. Because every time we went to sleep, we got wider. I can make myself really wide <laughs> when Plus needed. You're, you're just such a jerk. Like I I and I don't mean that as a criticism. Like you are Willing to make stands verbally, physically, you know, you are, you are not easily. He's assertive. Yeah, you're assertive, <laughs> but no, the, assertive That's is nice. a purely <laughs> positive term. I think Most. you're beyond assertive. You're assertive plus, plus you're like, uh, you're stubbornly assertive. So you will, oh, you, yeah, will you will, incredibly you will stubborn. develop a grudge over something small and you will st- you know, you It'll will ensure fester. that it festers and it and rots you, from yeah, the inside, but yes. you'll enjoy it, right? You take joy in. Oh, it became a game yeah. and trying to make him as uncomfortable as possible yeah. for the entire seven hours. This guy made a major mistake. Mm. A, so a, a, an unforced error. I mean, there's zero. It's just. All you had to do was move to the side. Yeah. I, I, it's the stewardess came over and said, sir, would you like the window? And he could have the aisle. I'm like, I don't care what causes the middle seat to open up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do either. Yeah. Really don't care. Just clueless as the day is long. He didn't have headphones on. Wasn't just no acknowledgement. Is this guy uh, uh, any sort of foreign? Like, is it a possible cultural difference? Oh, no, no, no. No, he's just a- uh, uh, He was by appearance beatnik millennial fuck. So- That's, That was his- Yeah, he's, he's somewhere in his 30s. Clueless as all hell. Probably had a Bernie 2020 sticker on his laptop or some <laughs> shit like that. Like, it's all going to be free. <laughs> let's, let's not- It's, uh, you know, <laughs> math is a second language kind of a thing. Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. Wait, so it gets better. So we got oh, wait, there yet. Yeah. We're not there yet. Oh, so you sorry. get so you've gone back to the gate. Uh the guy with the panic attack has now been gotten off the airplane, but now we you're in a maintenance delay because the door won't close properly. Finally they realize the blinky lights just going off for no reason. It's a short in the light. Right. Okay, they clear it. We take off. Great. We get about four and a half hours into the flight, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Somewhere over Colorado. Yep. Um you see a guy running up the aisle carrying a puke bag, just fucking covered <laughs> oh. with his wife behind him. 
Ugh. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Right? Runs in. She's coming up with like a toothbrush. Like, they're having to bag his clothes. Mm. Like, by the time he left the plane, all he had on was like his North Face quilted vest. Yeah. Because he just soaked through everything else. Um, they call medical, any medical personnel. This nurse is coming up. There's a doctor comes up. Heart heart issue. Another guy with an anxiety attack Ugh. that tried to meditate to calm himself down and made himself sick. The poor girl that was sitting next to the couple had to come up and sit in the seat with the former guy's heart issue. But you've never been so happy. Like you've never seen a plane yeah. more relieved that you had two guys with heart issues because everybody's oh, yeah. worrying about the coronavirus and oh, yeah. Yeah, down yeah, the true. plane and everything like that. You see this puking guy coming running up the aisle. That's true. Yeah. Everybody's freaking out. Oh, he's dying. That's fine. It's it's not a cold. We're good. Yeah, that's that's fine. Just put him in the back. I mean, open the bucket. You can drop yeah. him down if he goes. Wow. <laughs> so then we had to. You get to Burbank finally, and we almost didn't land. Yeah, Burbank Airport shuts down at midnight. There's a noise ordinance in the city. Oh yeah. So if you don't get in by then, I love taking off from you. Bur- Burbank. Right, so you, right. so, so you yeah. didn't fly to LAX. Went right into Burbank because it was closer to the hotel we were going to. Oh, okay. Um. So we made it in by. 15 minutes. Jesus maybe, Christ. But then had to sit on the tarmac as they got medical personnel to take Vestboy off with his wife mm-hmm. and the bag of pukey clothes. Pukey <laughs> McVesty. They had to clean him off before letting the rest of Does us off. Did he use a fire hose? Did they... It's uh, you get you when you see this guy on the tarmac in a fucking really North Face yeah. get fire hosed across the fucking tarmac. It should have been people uh, in the full like suits from ET. They get the contamination unit and they're just spraying him down outside just to make sure that like the arrival or the fucking is. <laughs> Thank um, God he was like white American, or they would have just quarantined all of us for. Oh weeks. Jesus Christ! Jeez. So, so yeah, now you start of the vacation. Yeah, now you're actually uh, you're going to Disneyland. The after, rest of the trip yeah. went swimmingly. Nice. It was great. Beautiful flight back. Though so you did choose to take a red eye back. We did. Any? No issues. We uh, got back in. We took off from LAX around nine. Yeah. Um, as a treat for the parents, I'd bought the pods up front. Oh, so nice. I got main seats. So I can't sleep on planes, but the three girls were passed out in like two. Nice. Oh, okay. They nice. were all cold. My dad and I sat up watching movies for most of the flight, but nice. Yeah, it was almost fine. Those mint pot. I remember like when we went to uh, when we went to California. Those mint. I saw those. Mint, I'd never seen a mint oh. pot before because I usually only go to Florida. They don't have them on those planes because yeah. it's too yeah, short it's a flight. Be, yeah, at least five like hours. Five, I think. I've only seen I was it a few times. Awestruck by those things. And once you're flying them once, mm-hmm. good lord. Yeah. He's Those weren't that bad. It ended up being, I mean, it wasn't cheap. It was like another $300 each ticket. Yeah. But they've never, my parents will never spend the money on a first class or anything like that. And where we were coming home so early, Harley had a basketball game that night. So we had to make it in in the morning. So yeah. try to get some rest and get back on schedule. Mm. But no, no, the annoying people at Disney were perfectly bearable after the flight out there. <laughs> I liked wow. all of them. Wow. Crazy. That's, that's, I, that's, um, my mind's blown. Like, people like that should be executed. Whoa, whoa. Let's. No, they should. No, no. No, they should no. have to take a Greyhound bus everywhere. Yeah. Fuck them. That's, that's yes. worse than being executed. I was being yeah, nice. Yeah, exactly. No, no. Jesus Christ. They should be back of the bus. That's savage. I was, no I was just being semi humanitarian. I was putting the guy out of his misery, not putting him on a fucking Greyhound to freaking Burbank. Euthanized would be the word for putting somebody. Sterilized. Yeah. Sterilized. Not, not executed. Yes, he should be. Oh, yeah. He should have yeah. to take a test before oh, reproducing. We'll, we'll have to uh, get more into your uh, California trip on a Disney. Yeah, episode. we'll hit on that at some yeah. point. Certainly. Yeah. What else we got going on? Um, I did, uh, me and the, the family finished the first season of Lock and Key. Mm. Oh, I've and heard good things. I, I haven't, I, I'm partially through. I haven't watched. I was somewhat impressed that Jen 
was up for watching it with it? us because it was, well, she did until she didn't. By the end, she's like, this is bullshit. This is too, you know, this is too out there. This, um, But I think the rest of us liked it. I thought it was great. I, I What I've seen so far, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I totally enjoyed it. Um, and uh, we also, we just started watching The Good Place, which I know just wrapped up, but it seemed like it might be a fun show to watch. You just wanted to watch Sam Malone for... A few seasons. Yeah, I haven't seen him in I quite some Sammy. time. Yep. <laughs> but uh, but that's been good. Um, otherwise, How about the outside. Are you staying up to date on that? Oh, you know what? I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm one episode behind. But then there's another one that that airs today. Drops so today, yeah. Yeah. So uh, so now I'm two episodes behind. That one's an interesting one for me because people that aren't King fans mm-hmm. are really enjoying that show. Really, I have friends that would never read Stephen King. And they're enjoying the show. It's just very well is, produced. Yes. The, that, that book. And I mean, this is, this is, that's the fourth of a series kind of, or kind the of. first of a kind new of. series. Yeah. Or something. You know, it's, it's for me, it's prime modern King, right? It's, it's. It certainly is. Yeah. I, I think it's a testament to what Bateman and Mendelssohn have been able to do. Oh yeah. Putting together the series that yeah. it's eminently watchable, even if you're not yeah. a core King fan. Yeah. No, I, uh. No, well, well, so part of, uh, for the last couple weeks, I haven't been able to, in my home theater, I haven't been able to see the TV because mm-hmm. as we've been working on restoring the basement and the office that we're sitting in now, all my comic shelves are basically racked in front of that. So only last night was the first time I, in the couple weeks that I could sit and watch with the family, the TV, the way I like it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll pick back up on that stuff tonight. And I'm guessing you're still nowhere near crisis. I, I've, I've been watching bit by bit. I have, you know, I think I may be, I might even be like six episodes across all the series okay. from the beginning of crisis. I appreciate your dedication to have to go in order. I punched on the whole thing. I just gave up. Well, it's, I mean. It, oh, I watched the crisis. I skipped yeah. the episodes before. I I just like watching, and that includes, you know, Black Lightning, which, did Black Lightning actually show up in Crisis at all? He did. Yes, he did. Yeah, he was, okay. he's on Earth then Prime now. Yep, they brought him in for this one. He was, the last one, he wasn't around, right? All right, well, don't, don't tell me anymore. I just um, wasn't sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the, the last actual- crossover? Yeah. The actual mm-hmm. episodes of of Crisis only went between, like, Flash and Supergirl and Batwoman. Arrow. Yeah. I, oh, and Batwoman. Batwoman yeah. had one. I, I think I, I read up on Crisis. I don't think the- Black Lightning storyline in the show crossed in. It's just the character did. Am I correct about that? I think so. Yeah. He, they just dropped him in. Yeah, you don't need time. to watch okay. all Black Lightning. So it's like, hey, who's that guy? Oh, I'm Black Lightning. Hi. Okay. Hi, Black Lightning. That's uh, a little on the lame side, but still good. So I'll get Well, you there. need a 12 episode yeah. series to do it properly. Yeah. There's yeah. only so much you're going to be able to do in a mid season. No, I'm, I'm enjoying it, but it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there slowly. Um, they planted a lot of the seeds and they used some of the story in the previous seasons. To build to yeah. the crisis yeah. event, like the 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 only episodes that are meaning anything to me, where I am right now, are the Arrow episodes. Those seem to actually be culminating this future arc and the current arc and the Monitor and all this stuff. So, and and I kind of know introducing new Arrow. Yeah, and and so that's where I, the other episodes feel still more like Supergirl and Flash don't feel yet to be arcing towards something. I know they no, are. Arrow's been driving. Yeah, but it's arrows. This thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, certainly. Um, so I'll get there. I, I yeah, know, excellent. I need more time. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I started watching Avenue Five. Oh, is that good? 
it's I it's. Watch oh, I watched the first one. The the premise is hilarious. That that actually, let me interject. Yeah. I did. I had a, a an almost celebrity sighting uh, the other night. Uh, 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 my buddy Dentis, who's uh, been on the the podcast before, um, we uh, we went out to dinner, and we. I'm sitting there, and I look over, and there's a guy sitting at the bar with a with a girl, and I'm like, "Man, that guy looks really familiar." The kind of familiar where you're sure you either know them personally, or they're on TV. And I keep looking at him, looking at him, and and finally I realize who he's reminding me of, and it's an actor, Neil Casey, who uh, in the most recent season plus of Silicon Valley at the end, he plays a video game guy and he's in Avenue five as a character. You know, he's kind of an interesting character actor, but, but I'm like 99% sure it's him. Like I've pulled up pictures. I'm looking in reference. I'm like, yeah, Staring the poor guy down. That's yeah. Yeah. That's not uncomfortable at all. Yeah. And well, could you turn your head? Yeah. But, but we happen to be like seated facing him and, and so I'm like, oh, that's pretty much him. And and I've enjoyed this stuff he's been in, but I'm not going to go bug him. But then he, at some point he gets up to go to the bathroom and walks right by our table. So I'm, you know, so I just lean over and I'm like, hey, and even before I say, are you Neil Casey? I know it's not Neil Casey because he's a hundred percent match from the profile at the bar. That I'm like, lit, but dead on mm-hmm. his face is like nothing that like before. it, but it was clear that he was, you know, he's like, no, it's not, <laughs> but it was clear that he'd had that before. Um, so Avenue Five. How is it? <laughs> it's um, it's 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 um. And we're back. <laughs> so far, it's pretty funny. It's not like slapstick funny, like the Orville or something. But yeah. um, there's some funny elements. Uh, Hugh Laurie's character is amazing, just from the start. Not the not movie. surprising. So yeah. yeah. Um, the I'm, I want to ruin it, but like you get a twist in the first episode with with that, and it's yeah. like, oh, this is going to be awesome. So. Well, it's it's I've been I've been saving it up to watch. I just yeah. haven't had a chance yet. Yeah. It's the next Hi. one. Next one, time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's all time. Because I gotta, sometimes I have to watch too. Um, there's something else I forget. I'm still in catch up mode on Ray Donovan and everything oh, else. Yeah. yeah, I watched off Harley. I watched. Uh, I haven't watched I Harley yet. Harley's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. They do a good job with it. I can't remember anymore. It's just work is. Um, Works ramped up. Works a bear right now, so it's. it's but it's getting awesome because you get to go to the north of the country. Oh, yeah, I get to go so to Wisconsin. Yeah, I get to go to Wisconsin. 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 Buy yourself a cheesehead. Yeah, they can't send me to like Orlando or somewhere. I can sneak away and do a Disney day or something. They sent me to Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna ride some tandem bicycles and put gloves on bottles and stuff. It should be good. <laughs> there you go. I get that. There's but, lots of breweries. Most there. most of our listeners are probably too young to have any clue what that was. No one knows highly, what the yeah. highly recommend the uh, Miller tour. You got to go to Ooh. the caves. Yeah, I wonder if I can pull the original out. brewery was very beer good. cave. Mm-hmm. Beer cave. Beer. <laughs> okay, so what else we got going on? Oh, uh, big news out of superhero land this month is Joker's got a new girlfriend. Right, so uh, Batman '89 um, shot up in Worth the markets. all the monies. I haven't, I haven't read it yet. I haven't been reading much. I've read stories of stores who literally took them out of the diamond box and put them in subscriber boxes with forty-five dollar price tags on them, which is fucking which ridiculous. is hmm. illegal. Now, to be fair, I have not made it to the Hall of Comics in Southborough, Massachusetts, my local comic book store, uh, yet to pick up my poll. But uh, those guys rock, and I know that that book is sitting be in there covered. because you know because I've been grabbing it. I've seen stories the exact opposite of what you were just saying, DJ. 
um, our friend Jacket Bedrock. Bedrock. He, uh, his post was awesome. It was amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. Tell tell the story. Um, essentially, he came up before release day, yeah. saying anybody that's not a regular, anybody that's not a subscriber, any speculators, go screw. Yeah, you're getting nothing. I they're, love it. They're going to yeah. the subscribers for face price. Yeah, mm. In- including you know he he kind of went out of his way, I believe, to say regulars, not so not just the people with pull list. He's like, I order books based upon the folks who come through the store and buy stuff. Right. Not all exactly. of them are pulls, but if you're not one of my regulars, I'm yeah, not I don't giving you, you a copy of this for four bucks so you can flip it on eBay. Exactly. Yeah. I respected that. Though it's pretty cranky. Was multiple, yeah, those multiple posts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a little bit, but. I appreciate the fact that he's taking care of the people that are actually collecting and not the right. people that are just trying to turn a quick buck. Right, right. Which is 90% of the industry yeah. these days. Like, I just want it for my series because I pull it. I'm not, exactly. you know. Yes. Plus, think about how much bullshit it would be if you're pulling a series and a key book does come through it. And you don't get a copy. And you don't get a copy or you get screwed on a copy because. Yeah, he said it. I don't think they even yeah. made it to the wall. Yeah. There was none. Yeah. No, there wasn't. So right now, people are asking like a hundred bucks for it already. It's been really? for a week. Yeah. So, so this is this so is I should the, really bag and board it when I get home. It's yeah. Sitting in the box. And this and is stuff this. It'll be interesting to see where this shakes out. It's a new character I've not read or so. Depends it's the on what Joker's kind of girlfriend punchline. Yeah, it's like his new sidekick. Which you never know. She could be around for two issues and die and be useless and shitty. But people think she's going to be Harley Quinn, so they bought the book. Well, so so this is Batman eighty nine is. Her first appearance, but has been labeled a cameo appearance. Appearance, though she's in it, so it's it's first appearance. But then, uh, Hell Arisen, which is part of the Year of the Villain storyline mm-hmm. that, that DC's doing. Hell Arisen number three, so a third issue of something that probably not a lot of people have been pulling. Yeah, is, there's only been is, a handful of is, copies on the show. Yeah, is nominally her first full appearance, and so one of Jack's points was. I think talking about people just coming in, hey, you haven't been buying one or two. Why are you going to, you know, why do you yeah, expect me to have three? Yeah. yeah. But, but I haven't, you know, I haven't been reading that stuff. Um, but it, it, it's interesting to me. I'll, I'll, I'll see, see what happens. I have to think that Jack, I haven't been in the store in a little bit. Yeah. Um, Last time that, I went in, it did, it was very damaging to me. It was wallet. incredibly damaging. He it had tends some to be awesome older books. Batman yeah. and detective older books. Yeah. yeah. But I know um, just from going in the hall. Mm-hmm. The amount of new books that they're buying mm-hmm. has dwindled dramatically. Yeah. I mean, the hall used to have rack after rack after rack. You're down to one wall. Really? Two sections. Yeah. Everything else is older. Last, last couple of times I've been in there, I haven't had time to there's, browse. No, there's just not a market for the new books. Yeah. Which well, probably leads to some of those Marvel DC rumors that have been popped up. Right. Yeah, I saw something we about gonna, Marvel's so, going to buy DC. That Should we that talk about unlikely. the changes going on at DC? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's uh, Dan uh, Dan DiDio, uh, I believe, who was the co-publisher with Jim Lee, has uh, has stepped away. I haven't heard any – you haven't really looked was, at it. For, I read he was stepped away. Yeah, so I yeah, – He was, out of the building. He was fired. From, yeah. There's a lot of conflicts with some of the creative people. Uh, and he was a driving force behind a lot of it. Yeah. Um, but they're – there's a new 5G storyline that's supposed to be coming up. Which is like 5G, like fifth generation of. It's in the long line of reboots for these yeah. various companies. They, they're they re-kicking it again. Yeah. Well, we just had uh, 
right? You had uh, the New 52 in 2011. You had uh, Rebirth, Rebirth. To put it all back. And was that in 2017, 2018? Um, 2018, I think. 16, 17? Really? Has it been that long? I think so, yeah. Because I was well, reading see. that when I was living in New York. Yeah, so Batman 89, they've been doing double issues. So that's, uh, that is 26. So yeah, you're right. It's been three plus years. Yep. Um, so, and I guess there was a lot of discussion. The saying Snyder and Capullo are kind of at the middle, depending on who you want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a new limited run coming out that it's kind of a continuation of their metal run. Yep. That they didn't want, Snyder was adamant that he didn't want tied into 5G in any way. He wanted right. to keep it pure with the original yeah. characters. And, yeah. And supposedly that was a bone of contention, depending on who you listen to. Yeah. I mean, the interwebs are saying it. So take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. But yeah, he was Makes very sense. unceremoniously walked out. You know and then uh, they talked to Lee yesterday at C2E2. He's not being replaced. Yeah, that's what Jim Lee said. He's going to remain the sole publisher. And they were they were going to actually, he said, pu- remaining as what he's publishing, know, publishing as the core. Creative director or something. Yeah. I forget what other title yeah. Lee has. Yeah. So I don't, I don't have any feelings or conclusions about it other than I'd heard about it. It seemed like... Everybody to a person was upset except for Liefeld. He was taking a victory <laughs> lap for some reason, but it's maybe strange. It may be an attempt to get back to relevance or something. I don't know. All he does yeah. is tweet now. Yeah. It's really weird. Do anything. Maybe he's still practicing drawing feet. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, <laughs> but he's feet. just kind of uh, off to the side at this point. He needs the practice. But yeah, he didn't like Dan for whatever reason. Yeah. I, I don't know. It'll be, you know, everything. We got uh, the next phase of Marvel movies coming out. You've got all the the Disney juggernaut and what's going on with DC and Warner. Uh, Jim Lee was pretty, you know, f- pretty adamant in focusing on the partnership with Warner was strong and continuing. And yeah, if anything, I mean, I can see where some of the rumors came out because yeah. Warner's not Warner anymore. Yeah, I mean, when you have somebody like AT and T owning it, yeah, yeah. it kind of screws up everything. But we'll see where it shakes out. Should be an interesting time in books because if you have, you know, Marvel Phase Four or trying to push those books, but without Iron Man, without all these key characters, and then you have shakeups over at DC, and it should mm-hmm. be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, let's not. Um, did either of you read all the way through Doomsday Clock? No, I didn't even start it. If you not get to the them. last panel, yeah, Jeff Johns essentially teases a Marvel crossover. Really. Really? The reference of Superman fighting a big green beast and the whole, I mean, is Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. And the Superman story continues. And yeah. it's I mean, like Dr. Cool. Manhattan looking out at the world at large mm-hmm. and he's referencing Superman's next steps. Oh. And there's a couple Marvel teases in there. I don't see Dr. Manhattan put like his hand through Galactus' chest or something like He's that. just going to beat the Hulk with his dick. That's it. <laughs> Giant he's just 85 foot. The, all right. Hulk so IMAX tattoos <laughs> left and right. Most powerful beings in the Marvel Universe will be laid to waste by a penis. Hulk, stroke. Oh, come on. Oh, sorry, that was too much. That was too much. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, better than anything being written right now. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, uh, one, one thing I wanted to ask you about, Chris, is somebody closer to the financial world than me. Um, though, obviously, I'm finance obsessed and I'm, I'm forcing DJ to become finance obsessed. Mm. Um the the coronavirus uh, expansion towards yeah. pandemic and uh, the the world economy and the U.S. economy taking some hits. The the week 
of, I don't know, it was three or four days of just uh, much of the budget. market just, you know, three point six trillion dollars yeah. in market value gone in four days. Yeah. What do you from my perspective, as the last I mean, the last several years, I, I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but I mean, the, the the general market activity, you know, if you've been lucky enough to be invested at all, has kind of been insane, right? There's been some dips, oh, but overall, it's just yeah. ridiculous. So, so anybody in their right mind has been looking for and expecting, you know, any kind of drop, correction, adjustment, yes, you know, right. ceasing of that acceleration. I don't know that anybody was thinking i mean this is being driven by real world events everybody's that's that are not I, us politics based right this is holy shit wait we didn't actually want this <laughs> i think you have a double dip going on i think your first yeah. couple days of your 900 point drops yeah was specifically corona related that's yeah. your apple that's your disney yep. things like that but also some um, massive profit taking and, and hedging think, and and see you know, i think shifting. day yeah. 3 and 4 Mm-hmm. Is your correction taking hold? Yeah. They're using this as an excuse to drive the market to where it was. So if you looked at any of these major stocks, yeah. let's use Disney and Apple yep. for an example. Um, they were at record highs. Yeah. But by every metric known to man, they were overvalued. Vastly overvalued based off of the actual performance. Yeah. Where you're at right now, they're probably appropriate. There's there's a lot of, first of all, where they're at right now compared to if you, if you back off a few years, they're still in... F- Fantastic. I mean, you know, they, you're not disappointed having invested in no, these companies. Apple went from yeah. 100 to 270 something as opposed to three and a quarter yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Interesting. I, I am interested to see what happens um, because it- I think you'll start yeah. to see a leveling because there is only so much impact. I think a lot of that Corona was baked into those first couple of days of drops. Yeah. And now there's some profit taking and- there's still, here's the thing. The three of us sitting around the table can't take advantage of what's going on, but those brokerage houses are certainly making money on the way down. Yeah. Yep. They're putting input orders and they're cleaning up as everybody else is losing their 401ks. Mm. Mm. I just know I, the pegs are empty because there's no one to put the little legs on the plastic men in China. So. Well, they are. They're just That's locked in one city. They can't get yeah. the factories. Yeah. 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 Well, no, because I know because it's somewhat I do. Right now, there's a you can't get a hold of um, Nintendo's PlayStation's controllers, stuff like that. Um, a lot of uh, some release date for some action figures have been pushed back because of manufacturing problems. Um, you know the Disney stuff. They said you might have a temporary price spike this um, summer to kind of even out because they can't open the parks in Asia. They just closed the other one today. Yeah, Disney was estimating 175 to like 200 million dollar loss if they had shut yeah. down for two months. Yep. Which, in the big scheme of things, that doesn't even cause a blip in the stock yeah. price. What will fix that? Yeah. It's. I'm more worried about the uh, the momentum shift away from, you know, uh, you remember when travel dipped hard around 9/11. What that started to do to just normal. You started economic yeah. integration of business businesses and business lines. I'm. Like we're, you know, we're supposed to fly in a month to, to go on a tourist vacation yeah. and, and you've got a trip to Wisconsin, DJ coming up, you know, at what point do we quote unquote normal people start to second guess our, you know, our, our activities, 
and start to pull back more and more? And what does that do? And then what does it take to restart that? It's going to, you're going to have to see a bunch more cases in the U S yeah. Yep. You're going to need to see that number spike before you really see it take hold because you're yeah. still sub a hundred. Yeah. yeah. So I think we've got one death. One. Yeah. One death. And that was a 50 something year old man that had underlying health issues. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm almost there. Well, the biggest thing with this one is, and it's, it's probably more for me than any of the three of us is that if you have respiratory problems, yeah. so I had the Certainly. asthma and the allergies and then narrow airways and all that stuff. Yeah. I'm fucked if I get it. So yeah, well, so it's, don't. they still don't know exactly how bad it is. Yeah. They don't know the incubation period. They don't know any of it. I mean, what a lot of what you read right now is 80% of people mm-hmm. just get a cold. Yeah. They won't even know that it's anything beyond a cold. Yeah. You sure you're uh, just allergic to my office, Chris? I No, I probably caught it. Mm. It's, I spent a lot of time in This China has been a very it was special the, it was episode the, of Fan Man. It was going to miss you all. It was <laughs> the, uh, the Asian section of it, Small World. It, <laughs> it, it'll take, I never that, wrote that's Small pretty World, funny. No, it's a, uh, it takes the terrible. old first. So one puppet got him. Dearly oh. gonna, we are going to miss Sean. Wait, how am I going to die? It takes the old first and anybody <laughs> your age group. I mean, uh, and we just say old and underlying so health be, conditions. Yeah, the Chris Davis survives coronavirus but kills his two hosts, yeah. his co-hosts. Oh, jeez. Well, I was perfectly healthy before I walked in the house today, and all of a sudden I started yeah, sneezing, and my nose started running, and it's uh, cats and dust that's, from the construction. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. So before we get into top threes, uh, we don't usually do a lot of. We didn't, you know, did a, do a lot of Toy Fair coverage. Yep. Toy Fair is kind of more my thing. Mm. Um, just a couple of quick highlights from Toy Fair. Uh, number one is hopefully next year, um, if we can swing it, we have the ability to get into Toy Fair to cover it if we wanted to go. Where is it? Uh, New York. Um, ja- uh, the Javits Center. The Javits Center. Okay. So, a couple highlights. Uh, number one, um, Hasbro had the uh, new Ghostbuster stuff coming out, and they came out where they released the real Ghostbusters figures from the mm-hmm. '90s. That was cool. Uh, if you're into, you know, we do a lot of DC comic stuff. Um, Just dropped. Uh, yeah, someone in Rhode Island has coronavirus. Yeah. Don't talk about Hasbro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it like it's a Rhode worker Island. from Hasbro. They just Is went it? to Italy. No, uh, no. <laughs> somebody that uh, traveled to Italy. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, where was I? Oh, so uh, so not that, leaving so, the house. Where, what was it? Oh, yeah. So, uh, sorry, New York. So be fun. real Ghostbusters some, figures. Yeah, so there's some really nice Ghostbusters figures at Toy Fair. Um, we talk a lot about DC Comics. The McFarlane DC figures mm, are gorgeous. absolutely gorgeous. Um, there's one I want to buy specifically from this run. Um, I might start putting away for, it, uh, the Hellbat armor for Batman. Mm. Uh, the toy, I picked one up and held up my hand. The toy weighs three and a half pounds and he's a six inch action figure. He is just, wow. he's breathtaking. That's a dense action figure. No, he is. He's yeah. Just thick as a dick, huh? <laughs> I don't know if that will come through. Whip out the Hellbat. Yeah. No, it's, um, but like they didn't interview with McFarlane. He's like, I want, he's going through, he's not making like. Here's Wonder Woman. Here's Flash. He's like, hey, here's this guy in one panel off in the corner. He'd make a cool toy. I'm making him. Yeah. So you're going to get your Hawkmans, your Parallaxes, all the stuff that mm. they never did before, which is kind of cool. Um, then also on McFarlane, one thing that I was excited about, not so much for you guys, is when McFarlane spun off of um, Marvel and went to in- join the Image guys, mm-hmm. his big thing was not only did he create Spawn, but he founded McFarlane Toys. Mm-hmm. And when you were my age at that time and those first Spawn figures hit, you were like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah. These are awesome. Well, he's doing a cool thing. He's doing a Kickstarter 
for releasing the f- original nine spawn figures. He'll pre-sell them on Kickstarter mm-hmm. in different editions. He's updating the sculpts. So you have a modern sculpt with all the modern sculpting technology and the old packaging with the comic and everything in it. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to do some variants. So you could just get like just the figure for like action figure price. Mm-hmm. And then he'll do like some black and white pencil covers, some autographs, et cetera, et cetera. So that's kind of a, I like that because that's a cool way of doing it. Because he's going to let everyone who wants one get one. As opposed to like the real Ghostbusters figures that went to Walmart and they botched the pre-order process and it was a nightmare. Mm. So that was that was a breath of fresh air. But hopefully next year we could uh, go do some Toy Fair coverage because that would be a lot be fun. of fun. I like I like looking at toys. I did see uh, in the last couple of days uh, some Jaws figures, a Quint and a Sheriff yes. Brody. Yep, that looked pretty sweet. Yeah, those are I think I believe those are NECA figures. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yep, NECA movie yeah, masters. Was, yeah. So uh, yeah, the NECA stuff is, is awesome. They did a Lori Stroud, uh, Strode from uh, Halloween, the mm-hmm. older Game Week yep. artist. Yep. Really nice. Nice. Well, okay, so top three this week was uh, <laughs> King up on the coronavirus <laughs> and uh, Chris's uh, rant uh, of uh, travel. Chris's rant a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> so we're going to do top three people, not individual like people, but types of people we hate when we travel. Mainly, are these, are these all mainly airport people, you think? Yeah. It's essentially yeah. the mouth breathers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there we go. Yeah. Well, I have, uh, I have one honorable mention Me that too. when we mentioned the topic before we recorded, all three of us immediately leapt at. Yeah. And that's the stoppers, mm. right? You're progressing through an airport. Usually, you're going someplace with a purpose. You may not necessarily be in a hurry, but you're moving in a mass of people. If you... You know, people just tend to, oh, I need to stop. do this. Or, and they just stop dead have a where they are. Yeah. Or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I want a Starbucks. And it doesn't I, have to be an airport. It can be right. anywhere. Oh, when they, they do it people, at Disney. They do yeah. it everywhere. Those people at Target drive me nuts. Oh, yeah. Whereas me, it's built into me. Again, fear of confrontation, dislike of interacting with people. I want to stop all the time. I do. But I like put myself against the wall or I step into an alcove or I, I get the hell out before I stop moving. Right, I'm like maintain my velocity until I'm out of this the path of travel. Have you ever initiated contact with a stopper? Um, yes. No, I tend I, I tend to, you know, roll my eyes and make bad faces at them, but not facing them. So only somebody looking at me would see that I was annoyed at them. I just want to impart just a tiny bit of my confrontationalism to you. Yeah, I there was, I think about it. Yeah, there was one time there was a guy. And uh, he's talking on his phone, and he kept stopping, and he kept stopping. And um, I went around in the front of him. I think um, April and Athena had gone off to the restroom or something like that. So we're walking towards the gate. We're going to Florida. And I've learned this guy's keyword for when he's going to just stop real quick, because he has to look at something. Penis? No, no, it wasn't penis. I would have let him, I would have given a pass on that one. But, um, and this is back when I was about 390 pounds. Yeah. So I know this guy was going to stop. I just planted my 400 pound ass just heels deep into the friggin' and I knocked this guy for a friggin' whoop. He went bouncing off me like friggin' ball boy. Nice. So I hate that shit. Yeah. I hate it. It's like, uh, you know, it's even like when you're like, so when you're like in an arena, like at a hockey game or a concert and yeah. you're trying to like, you know, get to the beer line or something, they just yeah. like, what the Move fuck? Move purpose. Yeah. Like out of the way. While trying to get somewhere. Ugh, yep. Fuck you. Any other honorable mentions? No. So I um, give them all. I got one more. Okay. Go ahead. The assholes on the overnight flights that have to have the reading light on constantly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck everybody that else too. on the plane is trying to sleep or trying to rest. And there's always that one person. See, I, I, I just have my, you know. What feels like an 18-inch iPad Pro. I know it's not that big, but then so I'm I'm illuminating everything around, yeah. 
see, I'm one of those people. I'll even have that dimmed down to the lowest level. Yeah. I'll dim it a I'll bit, try but I like it. my contrast ratio. Yeah. I'm going to tag team off of Chris's. So Sean's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Not with the overhead. So I'm, I'm t- uh, the yin to Chris's yang, the asshole on the early morning flight that won't close the fucking shutter while we're flying up and the sun's coming up. Oh my God, up. the 5.30 oh, yeah. a.m. Oh, I'm going to have yeah. it tomorrow morning. Yep. Yep, mm-hmm. the it's asshole on the other side that won't close the fucking shutter. So the sun's peeking up. What are you looking at? Seriously, you asshole. can't see it. All you're doing is burning your fucking retinas out. Like, shut the freaking blind, jackass. I, I want it shut all the time anyway. So. Yeah, me too. I don't, yeah. yeah, no. Because there's always something on the wing. Uh-huh. It's a gremlin. <laughs> so my uh, my number three. Yes. Uh, groupers. Groupers. This is uh, during the boarding process of the plane. Uh, like, yes, oh, I I like to. How did I not think of this? I like I hate these people. I do like to. Hey, when the boarding process is about to start or is starting, I do like to get up and get close to it. But I'm also incredibly aware of exactly where and when my boarding group is going to be called, and so I choose how far forward and how far out of the path of travel I am very carefully. I don't have to be in front of everybody, but I also, when my boarding group is is going to be called, I am paying attention so that I am always right up there when I can be. But until that point, I am in nobody's way. And I cannot stand the idiot's who just group and they're like, oh, we're on the tail of the plane, but we're going to stand in front of well, all the seven groups in front of us. Let's tag up on that. The groupers that sit there and then get aggravated when you're trying to go to your boarding group. Yeah. Because they've just been clogging the line the entire yeah. time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like somehow group D is going to get called first. Today. Yeah. 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 I, I, If I have to go around you, again, oh. I won't let you know it because I'm non-confrontational. <laughs> but man, I'm I will pissed. take your ass out. <laughs> I, um, I never thought, I hate that too. I hate that. It's like- you in the it's, in in honestly like I've noticed too because I, I I people watch it's always the people that have like boarding group fucking like Z that oh, do yeah. it too yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like get oh, yeah. the fuck out of my way they're special for some reason especially you because like you guys are all mosaic and stuff so most of the time you guys are the first I've ones converted that Heather yeah Heather was that one that was non confrontational she kind of lagged back yeah. and then have to try to fight her way through the sea of humanity oh yeah no now she's the one she's up there as soon as it's going to be called yeah. she like you said you know when your group's going to be called right and. I like it when I'm in the front group, but when I'm not, that just means I pay even more attention so that I'm not in anybody's way, but nobody's in my way. Mm -hmm. So that's mine. I like that. All right. My number three are the assholes that bring the clearly oversized suitcase on and then burn 20 minutes trying to jam it in the overhead. Yeah. Like there's just a lack of common sense with some people. They'll Mm -hmm. have this thing and you'll be on one of like your regional shuttles to New York or something. So clearly every other suitcase is going in sideways. But you're going to try to jam yours in end first because, like, that one spot extends to the outside of the plane to fit your fucking bag. Like, asshole. That's also my number three. And they're, these are the people that can't lift it up on their own. They're hitting you with the backpack that they didn't think to take off their back as they're leaning into the other aisle. Yeah. As they're, and they're confused. She's like this little five four fuck that can't see what's going on up there. Hate them all. Yeah. I gave everyone names. So that, um, I called this one Big Suitcase Guy. Yeah. Uh, mine literally says asshole that brings the giant suitcase. And you, I get it a lot coming back from Florida is you get the people with like the big fucking roller suitcase um, filled with freaking like stuffed animals and shit like that. Or even like the giant like fucking shopping bag. It's like, well, like you know the thing's not going to fit. Disney bags too. Yeah. I'm sorry. You get two. And I'm sorry. Ship and, the rest. And like the airlines can't say nothing because it's a customer service. You know, fuck like drill these people. Like I follow the fucking rules. You follow the fucking rules. 
Like another Disney pissed, people are the worst. They are. We are. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, are. They we are. are. <laughs> we are. But no, but nothing fucking. It's like there's a fuck. You know, pay the. F- Twenty-five fucking dollars and check the thing. Like seriously, UPS has been bucks. around for a long time. Yeah, no they shit. Can ship shit from anywhere. Yeah, I sent it. Like, especially Disney there, they send it, it home you. for yeah, you. The register will do it. No, no, no. Because they're also the ones that are carrying the stroller and everything else. You yeah, got, or this one that's like the hockey fuck. Like I, I have a duffel bag I use as like a carry-on sometimes, and um, but it's never full. It always can like squish up to the yeah. size of like smaller than a carry-on. Right. But you have these people with, like this fucking hockey equipment bag full of fucking shit. Oh yeah. Where the hell is that gonna go? Like you said, the old lady I with have the an big idea. fucking Mary Poppins carpet bag that she can't. It's like, and then there, and, she's also like, carrying the bag of food onto the plane with her backpack with a purse. They got like seven things going on. Yep. And I will, I will add to that. The one who brings the oversized bag on. And then we'll try to rotate my bag to jam. No, no, no. You touch my fucking bag again. Do you mind if I move this so I can put my giant yeah. suitcase in no, there? No, I'm sorry, your Karen. Shit? Take your fucking giant suitcase and get the fuck off the plane. Plan better. Board you touch my earlier. suitcase again. I'm going to chop your goddamn fucking hands off like a fucking Arabian like, don't thief. Don't touch. <laughs> this is only going to get better. We got two fuck more to go. Bitch. <laughs> fuck you. And, the one, and then they sit there and slam the fucking compartment shut to try to get their bag to close it. Uh, you damage my fucking shit. I'm going to kill you. Okay, next. Uh, my, my number two. <laughs> try to top that motherfucker. <laughs> my number two. Uh, the, the people who talk on their phones once they're on the plane. Um, mm. Usually almost, almost universally guys. Because um, they're very important. Because they're very important. And yes, it almost always is, you know, they're talking loudly. It's worse if they're on speakerphone. Thankfully, that's pretty rare. Usually, it's just they've got nearbud in or something like that. Speakerphone people are a separate yeah. list. Oh, yeah. That's, those, that's, those are, the, that's, the, that's uh, universal That's hell. the fast pass to hell top yeah. three. And, and I, you know, those people can be executed. Um, but <laughs> Thank you. Um, but, you know, the, it's, it's always a self-important, unaware of their surroundings, well, there's two types. There's ones who are just so important that they have to talk full volume and finish their conversation with no sense of well, rush. And clearly, we care about yeah. what you're doing. And then there's the ones who appear to actually be cognizant like that that, that we can't help but listen to them when they're talking about you know this many million this or I've got to do those this. are the same assholes that yeah. wiggle their wrist all the time so you can see what we'll watch them. They're probably yeah. haven't talking to anybody. Yeah. Hmm. So those those people piss me off. Really? How important can you be sitting in row 17? And then if you have to be talked to either I'm by sorry. a flight attendant or by the pilot about not having your phone turned off, you know, not being off your conversation when it when it's, it's done. Same assholes that, you know, hop up out of their seat because it's okay for them to go through their bags and everything as we're taxiing out. Oh, yeah. And you need an announcement on those. Oh, yeah. Fuck these people. I God, realize I this, is, this should have been like a top 10 list. but <laughs> Oh, this could have been an entire episode. All right, it's my turn? It is your turn. Okay. Number two. Number two. The motherfuckers that can't figure out how to get through security. <laughs> my number two is never been through security, man. <laughs> these these idiots. I didn't these think rules of them. have been in place since 2001. And even the then, before the then, thing. you could never wear your fucking belt through a fucking metal detector. I wear my belt through every metal detector. I do too. Detector. Yeah. Um, you just got to know your own belts. Sorry, you're like your yes. cowboy fucking belt. Well, yeah, yeah. The women that bitch tool. about the boots because they have giant metal heels and- yeah. Or they don't remember to take off their jackets or, yeah. oh, wait, you meant all metal? The car yeah. keys had to go there too? Mm-hmm. And then these motherfuckers, they have to go back and put the shit in the dish 
to go through. And now they're mad because you were next in line yeah. and you're not letting them cut the line to get back through the mouth. Yeah. Get your ass to the back of the line. Fuck you. you. Up. <laughs> Fuck you. You're the ones that held up the metal detector the whole friggin' time. You're sitting there trying to unpack everything on the goddamn belt. Yeah. Well, there's 3,000 people sitting <laughs> behind you. And then they let these motherfuckers go through the pre-check line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These idiots. They got the, like the one day pass and they can't figure out how to fuck to do this shit. Oh yeah, they buy the even Just more speed and they fuck it. up the even more speed line on JetBlue. Oh yeah. my god! I'm sorry, you've never been able to bring a two liter of fucking Mountain Dew on a goddamn I airplane in your backpack. Move, bitch! Get out the way! Get out the way, bitch! Get out the way! All right. Oh my! Oh my! It's like they I, drive me nuts. I, it's uh, probably more of a pet peeve for me too because I tend to hit the airport hot. Yeah. Well, yeah. I expect all the adults to know what the fuck they're doing when they get to the airport. And if you don't, see point one about the stoppers, yeah. I'll knock your ass over. Well, yeah. I, when we went in, when we went to fucking New York for the day, mm. we're coming home. Literally, I swear to God, the kids in front of us had fucking rolls of quarters in their pockets, a bear trap in their backpack, a machete, fucking two oh, pounds JFK, of freaking explosives. Awful. Everything you couldn't bring on a fucking plane they had. Wait, I think he even had an airsoft gun. I, I can't bring a case of water through? <laughs> huh? Yeah, he had like a six pack but, of but fucking like, big globe ultra in his backpack. It's, huh? Oh, these aren't new rules, people. It's like you're not special, regardless of what mommy told you. And that transfer, like I was just at Paxis last week, and it transferred the same thing. You were in a baseball cap when you're in line. Take off your cap, throw your wallet, your keys, your watch, all that shit in it. Throw it in the fucking you're dish. Carrying a bag, throw all the shit in your pockets yeah. in the bag. Pick it up on the other side. And you know, an addendum to this one: the assholes, and they're usually the same people. Yes, they get through the other side, and their bags are coming out, and they have to get redressed right there. Yes, they stop on a dime, like As our honorable mention, and put their fucking sneakers back on. Everybody's doing it right there when everybody yeah. else's shit is coming out. Of course, mine's all constructed so that I can pick it up in as few as handfuls as possible. Two hands, right off move the, to board, the side, move to yep. the side, hit a yep. bench. That's because you have sugar. common sense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're listening, you are one of these people. I don't apologize. Go nope, fuck yourself. I'm sorry. Do fuck better. You. Do better. All right. So that was your number twos, both yes. of you. Yep. Um, my number one is uh, the touchers. Uh, this is a combined. Uh, well, it depends uh, what you look like. Yeah. No, no. This is this is really a pet peeve against the the seat width of the modern airplane oh, seat yes. for people like I'm not skinny, but even when I was skinny. I'm just about as wide as I've, you know, that's just how your shoulders yeah, are, your arms. That's, that's how you, I'm broad. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, actually all three of us, a broad. all three Lord. of us, if we put our elbows against the sides of our chests, we extend well past the midline of the armrest on both sides. Yeah. The th if the three of us ever went somewhere together, we would need even more space seats. No, but the even more space seats are just as it's narrow. Wide. It's, it's, it's not, the width it's not, that I'm talking yeah. about. It's not the leg room. It's the width. But- what I do is I always choose a window seat so I can lean against the wall. Or if I have to be in yeah, the aisle, I'm leaning smaller. in the aisle. Or yeah. if I'm in the middle, yep, I'm I'm doing the oh, T-Rex arms. My elbows and, get whacked yeah. by the cart going yeah. by more often than not but because the, I'm folding The people over. I can't stand are the ones who are in contact with me, either because they're big and so they bleed under or over the armrest or they sit with their knees spread wide so it's against my, like, I don't, a, a little incidental contact in these spaces, this is normal. But if you're touching me in a sustained fashion where I can feel the warmth of your body, that's more intimacy than I generally have with my wife. I, <laughs> <laughs> Knowing Jen, I can attest to that, yeah. Um, she hates people. Yeah. I'm um, a people. You are a people. <laughs> nope. I, I will go out of my way to initiate contact unless somebody did it first. 
Yeah. And then it becomes open warfare. Yeah. Like where those seat legs are, yeah. my feet will be on each one of them. I am yeah. going to use the entirety of yeah. my space. Yeah. Um, a little add on to that. The people that want to look at you and complain about putting the armrest down because it makes them uncomfortable. I'm sorry. No, that armrest is going down. Period. It's the first thing I do when I oh, sit yeah, in the Oh, yeah, me too. Like, bitch, yeah. I don't know you. Yeah. First thing I do. I don't care if I know you or not. The armrest is going down. Actually, that's you not true. Over after. If that's I sit fun. next to my kids, I usually have put the armrest up. But Depends. Even with Harley sometimes. Yeah. It's but the armrest face. gives you a way to move, right? So. Yeah, to get my fat ass out of the seat. Exactly. <laughs> I need to prop myself up. All right. So, touchers. That's my number. <sighs> okay. Okay. My number one. This is an all-time pet peeve with me. We're going to call them the shoe savages. The people that the first thing they do is take, take their, off their fucking shoes yeah, off. Those people. These are the assholes that are putting their feet up on the seat. Yep. I almost broke a guy's foot on the last flight. Mm. I, I This guy, on the flight back from New Orleans, this guy gets in the row behind Heather and I. I'm saving this one for another time. <laughs> but the first thing I see is a fucking sock pop up the side. Next my elbow, to you on the- I might have broken a toe. Yeah. He's in the window seat. So Heather and I had an aisle to our, a row to ourselves. Yeah. This black sock pops up between the wall and the armrest. I'm not sure I could have pistoned my right arm back any harder and still made it seem quasi-accidental. Yeah. But then I do enjoy the grumbling back. And then, then the loud talking starts. Yeah. Like, can you believe these fucking people? Like, do they live in a fucking cave? What makes you think, like you see it, bulkhead seats. Mm -hmm. Those people, you see it all the time. People take off the shoes and they're using the wall as like a footrest. Do you often watch TV through spread legs? Like you put one on each side of the TV and you're just, I don't, I don't get it. I just think you need to keep your clothes on people. Yeah. I hate these motherfuckers. I hate all of them. (laughs) Okay. So my number one is, um, because I gave everyone names, uh, it's Service Animal Karen. Is my number service one. Service animal, Karen. Okay, yeah. now I'm intrigued. Okay, so I understand there are people that need service animals. Uh, blind oh, people, oh, wounded veterans. Yes. I'm fine with that. So, and I understand there's, and I'm not, not a trying fan to be of the comfort a, dog. No, yeah. I understand there's people that have like anxiety disorders, et cetera, et cetera. However, just because you think you have an anxiety order and you ordered a vest off of Etsy for 20 bucks, does that mean you can bring a fucking micro horse or a peacock onto a fucking airplane? We saw somebody on the way back from California had a Doberman in the front row. Like, fuck you. If if your anxiety is that bad, then guess what? You don't get on a fucking metal sealed uh, pressurized tube with 400 other people and go to- Again, there's buses. A theme park that has 17 million fucking people in it. No. Your ferret is not a fucking comfort animal. You're a fucking guinea pig. You're a hedgehog. Even like your fucking dog. It's like, you know, oh, I have two uh, therapy cats. No, you don't. Fuck you. You didn't want to pay the four, the 250 bucks to print your fucking cats in the fucking loading. Get a sitter. Like, fuck you. There's kennels everywhere. Yeah, if you're moving, ship them. Yes. So if you have a, like, you know, you know, if you're- There's your episode said, picture. If you're like a wounded fucking like veteran or something, no, thank you for your service. You know, I of course, dog, but- fine. But no, when it's the woman that's bringing her Doberman on and yeah. takes the entire oh, yeah. row. Pit bulls are not service animals. Dobermans are not service this animals. This thing's 170 pounds for God's yeah. sake. Yeah. Agree. Or you know what? Buy it a fucking seat. And then they get bit, They get pissed off when somebody around them complains about the allergy. Yeah. Like I have dog allergy. We had that problem like too with Athena. Seven hours with yeah. the dog sitting in front of me. No, I'm sorry. Get your ass to the back of the bus. Yeah, I think um, one time we put Athena on a plane to uh, Arizona to stay with my in-laws. 
and there was a fucking animal in the fr- and like, well, we have to move her. Like, no, 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 no. I paid the extra money. She's no, an unaccompanied minor. You tell fucking the lady with the four fucking cats to go fuck herself. I forgot. That was another piece of this whole trip out to California. Oh, do tell. So as all of this is going on, hey, hey, and hey, you can hey, see hey. as we're going here, the allergies are kicking up. Oh, yeah. The nose, I get the clear running. Oh, I'm yep. sneezing my ass off. About an hour into the flight, I'm all congested. I'm a mess. I'm like, the fuck is going on? I'm reaching in my bag to find a pill or something. Bitch behind me had a cat under the seat. Mm. And I heard the girl in the middle seat sneezing her ass off. She had a cat allergy too. Mm. So I had to send crazy cat lady to the back of the frigging plane, which now means you have to check with everybody around where she's going to get moved to to see if they have any allergies. I'm sorry. Leave the pussy home. There's, yeah. there's no excuse to bring a cat on a plane. Because here's the thing about cats. You don't cats. even have to. Cats can sneeze exactly. by themselves. You could go to fucking... Mars for two weeks and your cat will be fine if you leave a bowl of food and water out for it. That's it. That's it. You don't have to do any more. Yeah. Fuck you, lady, in your cat. That's ridiculous. Ugh. I I love animals. I do too. I have animals. I don't yeah, bring I them on no a fucking with the animals. I don't bring them to Taco Bell. There's a I reason don't... there's kennels. Sometimes they get brought to Taco I'm Bell. I'm sorry. They're like pet resorts now. Yeah. Fine. Send your dog to someplace he's going to be happier than on a pressurized metal box. When I go on vacation, the dogs go to fucking doggy care. For That's the it. Week. It's the That's way how it is. happens. <laughs> All right. Mm. So what was our top three? That was almost three. the first time I called DJ normal. He's <laughs> acting normally there. Um, I mean, wait, did we... Yeah, that was your... Yeah, we're done. Yep. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. enough. So, top three, fuck faces in flight. <laughs> My blood pressure's already off the charts. Uh, I didn't get on a plane in like 12 hours. I know. We ran to... So, yeah. so, I th- so 16. We, we all had stop on a dime guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean, was your number three? Groupers. Groupers. The ones who don't understand when they're getting on the plane and get in my way. Uh, and Chris and myself had a uh, big suitcase guy. Yeah, giant suitcase asshole. Giant suitcase guy. Number two? I had uh, phone talkers. People talking on their phone on the plane. And Chris and I both had never been through security, yeah, man. Security motherfuckers. <laughs> Number ones? I had uh, uh, touchers. Touchers? Seat, uh, seats. Shoe savages. Shoe yeah. savages and service animal Karen was our top <laughs> So guys, it's been a hell of a run. We appreciate you listening all this time. <laughs> now that we've alienated the entire audience. Ah, uh, fuck that. <laughs> These are legit gripes. These are legit gripes, he says. Like the like, of course they are. Governments like sanctions and rules make flying hard enough. Which okay. I actually, it's all warranted. <laughs> I wasn't sure where you're no, going. No, no, there. no. It, it's it's all warranted. I mean, it is what it is. At this point at, at this day and age, it's hard enough to go to. The, you have to get there three hours early. You have That's all a, these things, especially at, well, see Chris Davis no. only does <laughs> about <laughs> Mr. TSA pre mosaic for for your average say, Joe for your average Joe. I mean, I board at five thirty tomorrow. I'll hit Worcester Airport at like five twenty five. Oh yeah, if, if you go Worcester, it's easy. That's but like, Worcester, there's only two gates. Exactly. Yeah. Like Logan, Logan security is pretty brutal. I find. Not yeah, it's 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 inconvenient enough to have to. It's inconvenient, yeah. Get through security to get on an airplane. Yeah. These people just make it harder for no reason. Fuck them. <laughs> so, a little housekeeping. Um, like I said, um, I covered uh packs for our friends at ComicCrusaders.com. There'll be an article going up uh, some point in time this week with some YouTube links, and we'll be covering Ace Comic Con Boston. So, uh, keep um, Keep a lookout for that on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we'll get as many pictures and cool things as we can. Yeah, and hopefully we can get Chris Davis back uh, for next weekend and record another one. I'll be one. back next weekend. All right. Trips are <laughs> confined to the work week. Thank you for helping me uh, christen the christen Davis, there my office. Uh, it's nice to have the space back. Excellent. Uh, have a good night, everybody. Uh, a week later. Later.